I'm Julie Duell. Welcome to the Ignite Sparks podcast. I'm really excited about my guest today. We have Chief Chris Crawforth, who, by the way, is our interim city manager right now, too. So you've got a lot going on. I do. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you. I know you have just a huge busy schedule in general, being police chief, and now you're adding on interim city manager. Kind of how are you settling in? Oh, I'm still settling in. I would yeah. say that. Trying to really do the balance. Uh, the the first week I had plans of when I would be at the police department, when I would be at City Hall, and those are completely out the window. So right. just rolling with it. Yeah. Well, we're certainly enjoying having you at City Hall. Um, let's kind of backtrack a little bit and talk about your career so far with the City of Sparks. So how long have you been with the city and how long have you been uh, chief of police? I've been with the city for 19 years and I've been the police chief coming up on three years in November. I can't believe that. It's yeah. been three years already. I know that um, with your experience, you have made some pretty significant changes at the police department. And maybe we should kind of start with those because I think that leads into why you're making such a good interim city manager. So let's talk a little bit about some of the changes when you became chief um, for the police department. Sure. Uh, what I like to really talk about first is I became police chief during national social and police reform, yep. uh, the second wave of COVID. So it was a very interesting time to become a police chief. It was um, we, a lot of just distressed, a lot of craziness going on in our city and then our, our sister, sister city. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, I took over when we were personnel wise down over 20 officers. Mm -hmm. um, we were, and then in that first year we had approximately 20 retirements. Mm -hmm. So we uh, built the the force back up. Uh, technology has been a big thing I've really implemented, uh, looking at new ways to do things, new technology that has made us more efficient. So working within the means of the personnel we have by providing them the tools to become more efficient in their processes. So you talked about a couple things there. Let's backtrack to staffing. So what's our staffing levels now? Uh, currently, we have five officer vacancies. So Two years ago, we were almost at 40, and now we have five vacancies with wow. folks and backgrounds to fill those. And that really speaks to how important that staffing level was, and to you particularly, just making sure that we got a lot of recruitment out there and got some good officers coming in. Yeah, one of the neat things we've done is obviously staffing of any business whatsoever, any government entity has been a challenge, and we've really focused on the recruitment portion where we're really spend a lot of time with folks that are interested and showing them our department and showcasing it and creating that long-term employee. And that's been beneficial for us where we have not quite struggled with the recruitment numbers near whatever some of our counterparts have. Yeah. Super beneficial for the city and for everyone in general. So. Yes. Um, you mentioned technology. I know one of the things that I'm particularly interested in is your drone program. Um, can you talk about that and how we're using drones here at the city? Yeah, absolutely. We just launched that last month. Um, we have two drones, uh, American-made drones. We've been looking at it for three years. That's uh, up and down a lot of questions. So we're really using it uh, things like traffic accidents, we can use it to to image the the scene of that, which saves our officers time. Uh, if we were to have someone flee from us, like on foot through a neighborhood, that's something we could actually like maybe use to track them to for safety of everyone and locate where that person is. I have this long term ambition and goal of actually using drones as a first responder. So there is agencies in the country that 
we'll actually have an officer and send the drone to a call for service, which oh sometimes goodness. cancels it in advance or makes us um, more proficient on, you know, if someone left the scene, then they can track them with that drone till officers arrived on scene. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Um, missing people um, also kind of that gives that bird's eye view of looking for people. and Absolutely. We have for years relied on helicopters and search and rescue. So this will be a quicker response. We still would use those most likely, but we can get this up and going pretty quick. Uh, they all come with a lot of battery packs. So the downtime is uh, pretty impressive and they're pretty air-free, meaning if it itself senses dangers, power lines, low batteries, it comes back to us automatically wow. that we can't override. So some interesting things to that. Yeah. And I know um, a couple of officers are being trained on those and um, several or just a couple or what's the... So we have, if I recall correctly, it's either six or eight. I can't remember oh, okay. the exact number that it, we have spent the last year. They're actually certified by the FAA. Yeah, so there's good. a license they have to obtain, yeah. which they've done that. Nice, nice. Yeah. You also, um, we're talking technology. We have a new kind of gunshot detection system that I find fascinating as well. Will you talk to a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So we implemented primarily in the 89431 zip code. Um, they're auditory, so they're just, they listen to gunshots that are attached to like light poles, things like that. It's called Shot Spotter System. It's something you can look on YouTube and they have a pretty good how it works. It doesn't listen to voices and listen into your house. It's just listening to external noises. It's actually differentiating with a 75% accuracy rate between fireworks and gunshots. And one of the interesting things we're doing here is we're having an example that I uh, used as we had a individual that was involved in a domestic argument, went outside and discharged his firearm. Um, we showed up to the scene because of the system notifying us. We received no 911 calls. Oh, wow. We showed up, we found the casings, actually found the weapon. And then within about 48 hours, we located the individual who was actually a prohibited person who admitted to it. And so we're so proactively already, avoiding future domestic arguments, hopefully. Wow. Wow. So already in use and being used well, it sounds yes. like. Wow. Great technology. So any other technology that you want to mention um, that's going on or any new things at the police department? Uh, the big next new one for us is really going to be the radio system, which is a countywide thing. So um, the handheld radios were at end of life. They're not doing too well. And uh, the whole system has been upgraded by Washoe County in partnership with both cities. And we uh, are supposed to receive our new handheld uh Devices that our officers carry the radios this week. Okay. So within the next month or two, they should be up and running, which is good because we have some what we call dead spots where the radios are not working at all or not working very well within the city. And this will help alleviate that. So we're getting the uh, most up-to-date information to our officers as well as our firefighters will be receiving these too. Great, great. So great um, interaction with both fire and police and yes. our regional entities as well. Yes, great. yeah. Um, one of the things I know that you have told me is that as you move into the interim city manager position, you're very grateful for your people that you have already in place at the police department that can really hold down the fort and help while you're doing this, um, this role for the next six months or so. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Specifically to my, uh, uh, 
two deputy chiefs and then our administration manager. So the way it really works out is I have two deputy chiefs, one uh, Clem Bellamy that oversees our operations. So the easy way is everyone in uniform and then Tara Edmondson, who's kind of everyone out of uniform on the sworn side. And then Sheila Alicia Seal manages the majority of our civilian staff. So um, they've been with me since I became chief. We all kind of came into it together. So they just, we all know what to do and more importantly, they know what to do. So yeah, good, good. Well, it is nice to have that backup because I know you're already busy with your regular job and now you're going to be um, moving into interim city manager. Tell me how that kind of came about and how you feel about it. Uh, just a you know request from the mayor of, hey, we need someone, and I kind of I want that outside look of because you've been in the outside department, so okay. looking in and we like some of the things you've done. So I'm great with, leader and was, really leading well. So I'm just truly honored that they think highly enough of me to put me in that spot. Well, and I think you have some pretty good priorities that you'd like to start with. Um, what are some of your first things that you'd like first steps, maybe? Uh, the first step, and I've talked to it a couple of times, is just the stability. So obviously, our city, for me, has been kind of the quiet people. We just do our jobs and do great work and go right. about our business. And obviously, in the last few months, we've been in the news and not always for the good stuff. So I want to get us back to, to ground zero. And for me, that's really through our employees. So yeah. we have amazing employees throughout the city, and they, so they know what we need to do. We just need to listen and implement some of those things. So, right. Yeah. Um, one of the things I know you're doing is kind of making your rounds, um, meeting with employees, employee groups. Um, how's that working? Really good. So we've had a lot of good feedback. We really just got started, but over the next six weeks, we'll meet with the majority of the employees. Um, and really the message is let's bring some calm. We'll start working on a new city manager, explaining that process, a lot of openness and transparency among all staff and asking them for ideas that maybe they wrote down at some point and they didn't think ever had a chance and right. how how work life can be better or different schedules, things of that nature. Just as long as we're providing to the citizens of our city, right. let's try it. Well, I know as a city employee, you know, I really appreciate um, just the information and the um, communication. And I think, um, I think that everybody so far that I've talked to just really appreciates just the the openness and um, you're very open to ideas and what's been working, maybe what hasn't been working. So I think that's just a great conversation that you're having with people. And that's where really I've had success. I always, I don't, I don't come up with ideas. I just say, let's try it. Most yeah. of the time they work. Yeah. Sometimes they don't, but at least we give it a shot and we learn from those. Yeah. And I've really learned that the employees are where the ideas come from. And there's usually someone like me that's in the way that's saying no, and we're going (laughs) to at least try it if we can. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you're so right. I mean, I think of the employees here and just amazing employees all the way, you know, throughout Sparks. And I think they, there's so many great ideas that a lot of, um, a lot of us have that I love that you're open to, to those ideas. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking about the, the next city manager, you don't want the, the job? No, I, I'm going to pass and go back to just one job. So yeah. so what does that process look like then for um, choosing our next city manager? The first big step is identifying the the outside consulting firm that there's so that a, there's a lot throughout the country. So we're actively, staff is working on that. Myself right now, identifying some firms, some options for the city mm-hmm. um, that will likely lead to a council workshop in the next few months where... 
I bring forward five, six, seven companies that are willing to do this recruitment for us mm-hmm. and put it in front of council and let them tell me which one they would like to go forward with. Okay. And then from that point, it would be uh, identifying a contract with that company and really working with them to right. see what that looks like. And so we're probably a couple months out from truly announcing okay. it, but if we're going to do a big national search, we want to do it right, right. find the right firm. And Okay. So first step, council is going to approve which company we're going to be using, which recruitment firm, and then we go on for what we're looking for and look for applications and that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> that sounds very good. I know as you sit in this interim uh position right now, you're going to be going through a certain time that is really busy and crazy for us, which is budgeting season. So I know I have always personally been very impressed with how the city of Sparks budgets and including a zero-based budget where we have to say what we need. It's not just assumed what we need. Can you talk about that process and um, kind of your role this time? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, my role is sitting back at the start and really uh, just being the manager of that, overseeing it. Uh, the way it usually starts out is our department heads, so police, fire, public works, community services. Um, the the finance director will come forward with, here's where we were last year, here's how revenues are looking, how, here's how expenditures are looking, and, and then we identify some needs for the year and start working through the process of our greatest needs. And as we all know, we all wish for a lot of things when it comes to Christmas. And when Christmas Day shows up, we uh, don't get everything, but we're still happy. So, yeah. Yeah. So that process, I think, starts about December or something, or maybe even before that and goes all the way till June of next year. So you are slated to be here in the interim position until March at least. So you'll be going through a big portion of that. Yeah. Yeah. Through the time that I'm here, we'll almost completely finalize it yeah. through that end of March term. So it will really get started in the middle of next month. Okay. And then a lot of requests and finalizations from department heads will be right at the end of the calendar year. Yeah. And then our almost final is usually submitted April 1st. So right about the time that I may or may not be stepping out of this, depending on a new city manager. Yeah. And it's pretty, I would say 95% complete by April 1. Okay. Okay. Um, Kind of switching gears a little bit. I was um, in the office the other day and I really heard some amazingly great news that we closed on the land, the property, or we're getting ready to. I don't know if it's exactly done yet, but on the property for our new fire station six. So that's a huge deal. Can you talk about that a little bit just to let people know how important that is to the city? Absolutely. So we have uh, struggled with the the new builds, especially out by the new schools off Wingfields Hill Road, because we just don't have a fire station that's close to meet the needs of our response times. So, yeah, we just uh, finalized that. Uh, the final documents are being sent over either today or we've received them late last night. I haven't confirmed that yet. So yeah. it's up off uh, Wingfields Breaking Hill Road. You. And yeah, yeah, very, very exciting. So if everything goes according to plan, we should be operational around in about two years from right now. Wow. Super exciting. And I know I was reaching out to Chief White, our our fire chief, and he was just talking about the process of of designing the, the station, actually getting the property. Um, and he said the collaboration between departments within the city has just been amazing. Yes. Yeah. And they've really done a great job of lining up the, the things. So... We already have some of the fire engines, the apparatus, the equipment is already on order. 
it all should be here approximately this. Yeah, we're looking at 18 to 24 months yeah. for the apparatus for the vehicles. Um, we're already, he's already hired the folks that will fill that yeah. station. So all of it's coming together rather than we just have a place and no one to fill it. So yeah. it's been a big process. Yeah, yeah. And I love that it's just been such a great collaboration. And even to the point where firefighters kind of had input on what that station was going to look like and how kind of some of the important changes that need to happen. And and that I just, I think it's great. So I've yeah. seen the designs that looks pretty good. So very exciting. Um, yeah, and we will be putting out a lot more information about that. So it's not just this podcast, but there's going to be um, some great information coming out about that new fire station. So, and again, just knowing that we have a lot of the stuff on order, um, it doesn't just get here tomorrow when you order it, when you're looking for apparatus and such. So like you said, two years out, you really need to prep for that. So yes, yeah, good. Good. Um, so I know you have set kind of a, a great um, border for just public trust. And how do you, through this process um, of losing our previous city manager, I think we've lost some trust maybe with employees and, and the, the, I don't know, the citizens in general. What do you think is the first step in kind of building that trust back up? Just being available, doing the meetings that uh, the mayor and I have been doing with employees. Yeah. Um, and just when citizens ask for things, give them the answers and yep. don't delay that. And whether they it's the answer they want to hear or not, just being yeah. open and straightforward with where we're at or what yeah. the answer is and yeah. and just being available. Yeah. We do have a pretty open door policy and I don't know that people really know that, but I get a lot of requests just in my position. Um, A lot of people will let me know of things that are going on. And I think it is important to mention that, you know, calling the city manager's office is okay. If you have a a question, we have a brand new MySparks app that people can um, request things, but we do want to know, we want to have a pulse on the community, kind of what's going on. And I think you in particular really feel that way as well. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So um, what have I missed? What have I missed that maybe you really want to just kind of mention before we close? Uh, I have one more thing. Like one of the other big goal and focus of mine will be our community services department as far Mm -hmm. as hiring. So the shameless plug for uh, we need some future employees and you'll see a lot of openings come from the city of Sparks. We've had a strong focus on public safety, and we're going to shift that to hiring our community services division. I mean, that is everything from our water treatment plant to streets maintenance, park maintenance, uh, facilities maintenance, keeping our vehicles up and running all across the city. That's just a huge department. And I always uh, tell my folks, they're the 911 for us. When the police and fire show up and we don't know what to do, they have someone that knows what to do. So, and they uh, just have had some retirements and it's time to build them back up with personnel. So that's going to be a significant goal of hiring within that department. And I know those are a lot of the calls that we get are, you know, there's a pothole here or this park has some weeds or, you know, whatever that looks like, the street sweeping, that kind of thing. And that department really is the boots on the ground and does so much for our city. So, um, we are thrilled to say our police and fire, you know, are pretty much staffed up. And so now, you know, come apply for jobs. We, we yes. will put them out there all through social media. We have Nextdoor, um, anywhere, you know, that you get information, podcasting and such that we'd be, we'll be putting out a lot of those, those jobs. So that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely. really exciting. 
Yeah. Anything else that you want to say? I mean, we're thrilled to have you. I um, I know I have felt just personally that it's just been kind of an open door. Very, You're very uh, easy to talk to, listen very well. I think that's good for the city. And I know employees are pretty excited about that. Yeah, thank you. And I'll just highlight, I know that you've done a lot of work to put it out there in the city as well. So we have a lot of pretty uh, good things going on in the next two weeks. So we have the, the last uh, event at oh, the marina and the we marina. have pancakes at oh, yeah. uh, the fire station this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we have another event at Sparks Middle School with uh, quite a few of our different departments. The Faith um, and Blue. Faith and Blue yeah. on the 7th at Sparks Middle from 10 to 2. Yep. We have the Fallen Firefighters Memorial. We're adding two names to that this Thursday. Yes. Thursday afternoon so. at 4 o'clock. So, yeah. Yeah. So, lots going on here and I know how busy you are, so I can't, I can't thank you enough for just the time you spent. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening.